Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast. Hey guys, so a Redfin article just came out pretty much stating what David and I preach all the time on this podcast, that home prices are up 3% year over year. And to me, it's it's fairly realistic because if you think about, you know, before the big pandemic of COVID, um, home prices are definitely up a large percent from from that era. And so, and it's only been what, two, three years. And so um, home prices are definitely up and yeah, they got real, they jumped up a lot and then they came down a little bit, but then they're coming back up and they started here. Like they started lower. So um, I don't know. I totally get it, David. Do you want to explain the article a little bit better for our yeah, listeners? Yeah. So this is uh, coming from uh, Redfin Research. Uh, we'll link to it in the show notes, but uh, the housing market update, home prices are up 3% year over year, which is the biggest increase since November. So the typical US home uh, average sales price is $382,000. That is recorded for the first four weeks uh, ending July 23rd. So Average home price three hundred and eighty-two thousand, and that is up two point six percent from a year earlier. Um, so once again, that's the biggest increase since November. And I think you made a great point. Like the pandemic, after the pandemic, we saw this massive ramp up in values, prices going up 30 percent in some markets, and then uh, when we had the first real shot um, of the interest rate hike. That just had a massive depression on the market, forced values down. We did, at least especially in our market and across the board, we saw anywhere between a 7 and a 14% decline since September of last year. Prices came down, and now we're seeing that we're sort of leveling out here and actually coming up from where they were. So um, I think this sort of... I think this is the argument against a lot of people's expectation that there's going to be some sort of massive foreclosure crisis and prices are going to come down. I talk with a lot of friends and a lot of clients in the real estate space, especially here in Utah, and they keep saying, well, I'm just going to wait for prices to come down further and further. There's going to be a crash, right? Well, the reality is there's probably not going to be a real estate crash. This isn't a real estate issue. There's an incredible amount of demand for housing, especially affordable housing. And you and I have been talking about this more and more on the show about why we think single family rentals are a good play right now. Just because there's more demand, small single family rentals, you know, three bed, uh, two bath, sort of your average typical property is a good play right now simply because there's so much demand for that product right now that regardless of what's going on in the market today, as soon as those interest rates start to stabilize, I think we're going to continue to see those uh, values trend upward. Even, even in the face of what's happening with interest rates, another rate hike by the Fed, interest rates pushing above 7%. Here we are seeing a 3% increase year over year. Yeah. And I mean, I don't I don't think you have to worry about the real estate market crashing anytime soon. I think in my opinion and 
the only time you have to worry about it crashing is maybe like 30 years from now because my generation isn't having enough babies. Like there's going to be, but right now, like you're fine. And well, do your own research. Don't don't sue us, but (laughs) do your own research. And I don't know, like I was, you know, I was a kid when 2008 happened, but as a teenager, but um, I mean, I don't know what, how that felt leading up to it. I mean, David, I know you were in the business then, so you could probably share that. But um, I don't know how it felt leading up to that, but it doesn't feel that, like it kind of felt that way, honestly, when the market was skyrocketing. It was like, this isn't good. This isn't, I can't talk, sustainable. And like something, like it's going to stop. Like if, if the market's going like this, it's going to stop. It can't do that forever, right? Like this at that trajectory so it kind of felt a little nerve-wracking like I was like oh like it's it's fine but at the same time I was very cautious and I wasn't buying things that didn't pencil out right and all the people that bought clear at the top where things didn't pencil out now they're probably under a little bit under on their home and so you had like a mini crash right there for all those people who wanted to crash you you had a little one um especially if you bought at the top but I mean, since it came back down, and like David said, it's been steady. Like personally, it hasn't felt. Um, I haven't felt like scared at all that any like or any type of feelings that a crash is going to be coming. Um, at the when it was climbing, I still didn't think it was going to happen, but I felt like it was a possibility. Honestly, right now, I don't feel like it's a possibility. I think you have. You have um, too too many too many people, not enough houses, you know, um, and I don't know. I and I this just is don't see it happening. Well, and the numbers that we're discussing are national, right? So again, every market's going to be a little bit different. Case in point, um, the sales prices, the sales price increased the most in a few different markets. Miami up 12% year over year. Milwaukee up 9.3% year over year. Cincinnati up 9%. Anaheim, California up 8%. And West Palm Beach, Florida up 7.4% year over year. So those are the markets that are seen still. And, and those are markets that people are moving into, right? Home sales price declined in 20 metros. So again, even though the national average is up 3%, there are some markets that saw massive booms during post-pandemic. And so there has to be a little bit of a correction. So uh, the biggest drops were in Austin, Texas, down 8.8%. Detroit, down 6.4%. Phoenix, down 5%. Las Vegas down 4% and Sacramento down 4%. So bottom line, nationally across the board, we've seen a slight increase in home values compared to a year ago, but each market is going to be a little bit different depending upon what's happening from uh, population growth or decline and with the general economy in that area. So interesting to see what happens, but my general feeling is that as a whole, um, we are not going to see any type of massive foreclosure crisis or a uh, home value price decline. What people are waiting for, I think, 
the window of opportunity has happened in the last six months with the prices that have come down and uh, maybe try to take advantage of what's going on and refinance later, buy now, buy the property now, get your price locked in at somewhat of a discount in the past and uh, and then hope to refinance in the future as interest rates do decline. So, Yep. And that's my personal strategy and the strategy the strategy that we're preaching to our clients right now, there are great deals. I mean, like David said, every market's different, but there are currently really great deals on the market. Like I'm looking on the market right now all the time and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'd buy that, I'd buy that, I'd buy that. And um, I just, you know, don't have enough DTI to buy <laughs> to buy more traditional houses, I guess. But, the, but there are great deals and, Yes, your mortgage payment, your monthly mortgage payment might suck, but that's because of the interest rate, not because of the home price. And I'm glad you, I'm glad that you just mentioned that because just to your point, home buyer housing payment up 15.6% year over year. Yeah. Yeah. And so as soon as the interest rate calms down and you know and starts to decrease back to I mean the Fed doesn't want the interest rate where it is. Like they want it to be lower. Like they want it to be in the fours. And so eventually it is going to be there, like within the next 10 years. And and then you can refinance at that point. Like David said, with with a discount because you bought it when the interest rates are high. I mean, strategically speaking, buying when the interest rates are higher is the best move. Yeah, from a price point perspective, because you're you're able to lock in that price point, which is a discounted price point compared to where we were a year ago. Uh, depending upon your market, right? In Utah, there's definitely uh, a, a a price adjustment from where we were at the peak post pandemic. So here we are, about fourteen percent in Utah, lower than where we were at the peak post pandemic, and now you could lock in that price. Yes, interest rates are higher. Yes, your payment is higher. The property from a financial perspective is probably not going to perform as well. But if you can get that price today, refinance in another 12, 18, 24 months, and then have a good property at a good price uh, with a lower interest rate, and now the property performs better than you may have thought it would. That's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.